0: Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick.
1: And I am your co-host, not Dr. Kirby Brunswick. Great, great job.
0: Great job. Uh, so today we have a date night episode. Yep. Um, we have Dr. Eric Kowalki and his wife, Shannon. Um, we So I had never met Shannon before. She was delightful. I never
1: met Eric before even. What I mean, through email, but
0: yeah, so you'll find out. Um, but so Eric is the creator of Sked. Um, so here's the deal. I just we, you know, I'm I'm fully transparent and like they're really cool. We had them on. They also happen to be sponsors of the podcast, but I don't know if they would have sucked. We would have had to like bury it, but I knew he wasn't <laughs> going to suck because I've no, like he's done a, trainings before yeah, and
1: dynamic speaker.
0: Holy moly. So much energy. So, how?
1: How? Which, he, when you hear their story, you see that it's not like he just got passionate and is no. working hard on this thing. Like, it, their entire story as a couple is I can't believe there are enough hours in the day to do the things Agreed. they've done. Both of them, not just the businesses, but like their family and how they do everything is inspiring and also a little bit exhausting. Of like, I was
0: tired, but like, I just
1: can't imagine. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, I'm also currently 36, and, like, I don't know how old they are, but, like, I feel like when he they were seeing, like, a 1,000 people a week, he was probably younger than 36, right? Sure. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's why. I'm sure I totally, totally could have done that. No, no, I could not have. Um, But we are just getting back from our trip to Asheville.
1: So fun. Yeah. I mean, not our typical trip. So, like... I mean,
0: I... I had fun for sure, but like we all kind of left going like, okay, check.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we tried to do a diversity of things. So we went with another couple, um, and, um, she, the, the wife is super into hiking. Both of them are. Um, but she is a planner and she found all these great hikes for us to do and pushed, not what we couldn't handle, but more hiking than I would have planned myself. But by
0: day three, so we did two full days of hiking. Well, not full days, in her mind, not two full days. Um full enough for me. (laughs) Right. In day three, though, I really wanted to go to that chimney rock, but we just didn't have the time. So I think I was starting to understand the appeal, the appeal of hiking. Mm -hmm. And then we went into a city and it was kind of like, oh,
1: this is just well, we picked the wrong first city to go into because we none of us really enjoyed it. But Asheville was nice.
0: Yeah. If if you like beer, Mm -hmm. a lot of beer.
1: Lot, lot of breweries. I'm not a huge fan of beer, but I'm okay with it. But <laughs> well, we this, were
0: keto for like two years. The so.
1: settings were nice. It was fun to just chill and very pup friendly town, Asheville. I
0: feel like every time we go to a big town, though, I'm just like, wow, people bring their dogs here, huh? Like, so we went to the Biltmore, which is the largest privately owned home in the country. The, in the country. So, like, what what's is that like? Because the White House is bigger
1: or what? No, just in the country, because like, the I don't know if you'd call it privately owned, but like the House of Saud, like the Saudi family owns, like they are the rulers of the nation and they also own tons of the property and their palaces are huger. So I don't know if the nation owns those or if...
0: Like in the U.S.?
1: No, you. I said in the U.S. was the qualification for... Oh,
0: no, I wasn't using that as the qualification. I was using privately owned.
1: Yeah, because government buildings might be bigger or some palace or something.
0: Well... Anyways, it was a lit a little overdone.
1: <laughs> it's a hundred and seventy four thousand square foot house. Mm-hmm. It was amazing.
0: It was. It was very very cool.
1: But we could not get over the fact that, like, after building it was finished in like eighteen ninety six, and by like nineteen thirty, they had opened it to like public tours, and it wasn't being like privately lived in exclusively anymore.
0: Oh, you know who messaged me um so dr tamara okay mcintyre um messaged me and said like oh aren't weren't some of the green books written there like didn't bj go there to write green books and i'm like say what crazy so if you are listening to this and you have ever heard that so biltmore in asheville apparently i don't know bj went there to like write stuff
1: is he like a friend of the Vanderbilts? oh i hope so that'd be
0: awesome where was the chiropractic room vanderbilts
1: it's probably in one of the 400 rooms we didn't get to see yeah you get an exclusive like an extensive tour but you just go like okay well we saw 30 rooms and this place must have like 300
0: i just feel like there's just so much to that story that was not said which it makes sense they're not just gonna like it's not like this is a spill the tea kind of tour but i want a spill the tea kind of tour i
1: might need to find a book or two
0: please do oh uh speaking of spill the tea that sign. I got an update this morning. So, okay. So first of all, if you are not on the weekly slay list, you should do that. Um, so that is a free email that goes out every week. Um, and they're just funny, inspirational, thoughtful, sometimes purposeless, but like just except for making you laugh, um, little stories. Mm -hmm. So those go out every week. It's completely free it's just an email. So you should sign up for that. We'll have that in the show notes. Um, But so if you are a she slay reader or a weekly slay reader, you know what we're talking about. For those that don't, um, there is a neighbor of ours who put up this sign last like a week and a half ago saying you owe me twenty four thousand dollars. You mofo for everything you've done so far.
1: Yep, And we were just baffled by it and trying to figure out what it means. But now there's new stuff on the sign. And Now as it's up to today.
0: forty-four thousand, mm-hmm. and it also says like, "Don't worry about the cops,"
1: and it called them a thief too. Yeah, whoever the mofo is.
0: Okay, so we have one of those like busybody neighbors who's like on city council, nice guy, but like he's the guy who knows stuff. And so I saw him this morning, and I was like, and he lives right next door to this guy. So I was like, "What's the deal? What's
1: so, the deal with what's that, the guy, deal with that with this guy?
0: So it sounds like the guy has a past, okay, definitely in the past, you know, but like used to just not run in the greatest crowds, and that like drug use in the past or okay. whatever may have sparked quite a bit of um, paranoia.
1: Oh, so
0: like the na- our neighbor, not the guy with the sign said, like, I don't know, like maybe it's totally justified. Like maybe because of um, like maybe he has had people break in, but like he said, like so conversations I have with him. It feels like there is a, a bit of lot of paranoia, oh. like asked him to help install like a this metal wall so people can't get in the house like at the back door. Jesus. so yeah so it sounds like we might have somebody with a little bit of mental health and but also just has been like dealt a rough hand and so i don't know so i don't i'm like are people actually breaking in i don't yeah,
1: yeah. like there's different concerns there as a community member and parent of like well if there's people breaking in now like we need to be concerned about that.
0: Yeah, but it sounded like if they were breaking in, they're breaking into him specifically because they have beef with him. Okay. So, like, I think, I I freaking don't know. if We need to move out of the city, I guess. <laughs> we're in the city. Oh, these 8,000 people are too much. <laughs> okay. Um, What else do we have to say?
1: We got to talk about, I mean, we described a little bit about them. You'll learn so much more about them in the episode. So I think it's easier for people to just kind of get into it. Um, Do you want to do read the bio? Yeah. Okay. So
0: they're a family of eight and they love travel and creating experiences for their kids. They built their practice as a startup in 2011 to now seeing over 1,800 visits a week with seven doctors and two locations. 1,800 visits a week. Wow. Wow. is their product is a lifetime family wellness, and they're on a mission to make chiropractic care convenient and possible for everyone. So they're great. She's not a chiropractor, but like she's what got him into chiropractic. Like she, yeah, she's really one of those non-chiro spirits that like is doing stuff for the profession without the degree. Mm. Not, I'm not saying like adjusting. <laughs> yeah. So so they're great. So uh, we'll pray and... And, it seems weird to do a shout out to our sponsor Sked right now. So <laughs> well, I
1: was just gonna say it's very humble that like when you say like write a bio about you, you mentioned like your chiropractic mission, and they didn't even mention that they created Sked, which is an amazing app. And we we brush against it a little bit, but like you've heard enough of us. I think
0: just this, like Kirby said, the story of how Sked came to be was not what I thought. Like I I thought that. I don't know. He had free time and he's like, I want to make more money because, like, I'm, you know, I'd be like that. I want to side hustle. I want to do this thing. And so, like, I'm going to create a product that chiropractors are going to like pay me for. And that is not how it started at all. Like, very much like, how do I organize these thousand people a week type of thing? So, so yeah, it makes sense why it makes sense why the product is what it is because it's like, oh, yeah, this like solved a problem you had.
1: Yeah. And then just shared it with everyone and it grew fairly organically. So, Let's pray. All right, let us pray, dear God. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to amazing people like this, and to see how how relationships and business and attitudes in life can um, create such amazing things and, and grow and help people. Um, help us all to be inspired by and not comparative to um, amazing people like this, um, so that we can we can raise our game and our kindness. Um, and not uh, not uh, wallow in our self-worry that we aren't as energetic or as good. Um, help us to be patient and kind with each other and always lift each other up. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: All right. Here is our conversation with Dr. Eric Kowalki and his wife, Shannon. Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay. So do you, I like starting, do you guys know what your Enneagram is? sorry it's what I like knowing otherwise I spend the entire time oh they're looking at each other they have kind of no like,
2: idea we kind of like dabbled like we're like you know because but
3: we've we done did it one time it a couple years like, ago. we've done
2: so many different strength finders we kind of oh. know who we are so we try not to target and funnel ourselves into just those one things but so do
0: you have um, like one like because you own businesses with lots of people so I know that you so like do you have a personality profile that you prefer besides? size like, do you do strength finder like
3: uh we we use um
2: we did strength finder yep
3: yeah, but for for like hiring to put the right person in the right role we use pro scans pro scans I'm which Cairo matchmakers does oh okay yeah
0: yeah oh have you used is that how you hire associates is through chiral matchmakers
3: uh one associate we've hired through Car matchmakers but we use well, the, we use the assessment we use the assessment for all employees across all companies okay cool I, I there's different a new help. one to learn
0: so many different ones um i'm well, going
2: not? i think she's talking specifically to us
3: yeah oh like you and me yeah yeah uh, uh, so right. it's it's and I, I haven't spent a ton of time going into strength finders or or any gram stuff uh, they, they could be very similar but the pro scan is great because it tells you your level of dominance. It tells you, uh, your introversion, extroversion. It tells you your conformity, Mm -hmm. low conformity. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it tells you your pace and patience. So between those four categories, then it tells your energy style. Like, are you a thruster where you like to start projects, but you don't really finish them and you'll have 15 going at the same time. Or are you like more allegiance supportive where you'll, you want somebody else to start it, but you'll finish it. And then your energy level, which is super important. So it goes up Mm -hmm. to like a level seven or an eight, which is your capacity to just. Move like constantly be doing things. So all of those tell us something different and the combination of all of those tell you kind of who you're dealing with, but then it also the way they ask the questions to formulate the, the, the end, like this is the assessment tells you how somebody appears on the outside, but how they really are on the inside, and then how they act under stress, which is very interesting. So mm. then I know somebody's low dominance naturally, but under stress, they're high dominance. Then under stress, they they like freak out and they're very hard to work with, <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. so you can kind of tell who you're dealing with.
2: But it also prevents how many times have you inter- have somebody interviewed really well for you and you're like, oh my gosh, this person to be amazing. And then 30 days later, you're like, what happened? Yeah, I swear, where that person go? Because yeah. they brought this high energy, but that really wasn't their true self. That was their interview self. So they're not representing their true self. And then they're in a role yeah. that they interviewed for, like maybe front desk, yeah. but they really should be back office or exam because they do better one-on-one and they're exhausted, but they're trying to keep this, it's not their true self. So I, that one's been really helpful, game changer for our businesses and our personal um, like helpers and things like that. But um, Eric is all driver, competition, visionary and I am very high okay. on adaptability and I love I'm uh everything with managing chaos I love a lot of things going on I love having flexibility um so obviously that is kind of a magical combination <laughs>
0: so yeah so sure you know I, I so I'm an Enneagram 3 which is competition achiever like starting multiple projects like entrepreneur likes to be on stage and I tend to make the mistake of going like diagnosing other people as like, oh, you're a three, just like me. But like, I did that to Evil and he was like, nope, not a three, what is he, a seven? I think he's a seven.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) no, uh -uh, we're the same. And he's like, nope, homie, you care about other people's opinions so much more than I do. And I was like, you don't care? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. And I was like, I think I am a
2: seven wing something and he was an eight wing something. Okay, I can't remember. It's um, been a while, but we, we haven't really like we only just did the quiz, and then our team was more into it. This was a while ago when it was first, yeah. so we haven't like really read any of the books or anything like that. Because, but um, I believe I this on my, our Monday board it says he was an eight and I was a seven. I just checked. So,
0: oh, if you
3: it. had a choice, I would just go drive around on a tractor all day by myself and not talk mm-hmm. to anybody.
0: Well, you sure surrounded yourself with a lot of people. (laughs) I don't
3: get to do that very often, but I very much enjoy it.
0: Okay. So how long have you two been married?
2: It'll be 17 years.
3: wow. It's November.
0: And Shannon, you're not a chiropractor or you are? No. No. Okay. So how did you guys meet?
2: He was the bartender and I was the waitress. Oh my oh, gosh, geez. like pre chiropractic school or yes. yes, he was a, uh, milk drinking, Belvedere cheese eating, um, mm-hmm. uh, huh? box underneath his bed, um, engineer. when I met him and I had a, my own chiropractic testimony, my oldest sister was married to a chiropractor and he helped uh, my body heal of migraines. And so I was, as a young 20 year old, I, I had, I was walking through like this whole natural health journey and kind of being introduced to mm-hmm. um chiropractic and nutri- like health just in wellness in general so when we were dating I would just I see all this stuff underneath his bed because his mom worked in the hospital and should always be sending him all these different meds and stuff and I'd be like you know that's killing your liver you know that's <laughs> you. and then it was just like um Eric had this really cool quote on his computer when he was an engineer um when he was in engineering school that said that he um it, I forget exactly the quote but it was like I was made to help people heal or something like that or I believe it it was just something really unique and it didn't really align with engineering but it just I could get a little glimpse into his heart like he wanted to make a difference and like Mm -hmm. um, help people and it it was something I don't know maybe it was like I want to make a difference or something like that I I can't remember the exact quote but I remember when he told me so then he he went and observed in my brother-in-law's clinic and as an engineer and then like within 30 days he called me he's like shan i'm gonna go to be a chiropractor and i thought he was just on like the high of like the light bulb going off he's yeah. understanding this new way of health and how the body heals so i was like yeah 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 you know sure you are you know i thought i was like just get under <laughs> chiropractic care and this this will kind of fade away and he was like you know that quote i always had on my desk i feel like this is kind of like and it was just like a deep call That's right, I forgot. and so That's cool. it never faded and he's just been on fire since and it's been really exciting to watch so i watched this bartender engineer have like a 180 like holy spirit encounter and then he just went sold out and now he's like purpose driven like on fire and there's nothing that can get in his way and so it's been an exciting journey to just
0: oh see
3: God. that. that's amazing up.
0: so then did you keep waitressing uh, while you were in chiropractic school eric or
3: so yeah going into chiropractic school i was definitely different than everybody else because i had already i was like in a engineering career oh so you
1: like were like, an, wait an wait engineer
3: yeah, I was a mechanical was college, engineer. Yeah. yeah, we met in it when I was in my last semester of engineering school. And then I graduated, moved to New York, and I was working on diesel engines. I was a diesel piston engineer. So I had a like a pretty great job. Benefits yeah. like stock matching. Yeah. Vacation time, like all this stuff. You know, my parents were like, okay, he made it. Thank goodness. And then, like, four months <laughs> into the job, I'm like, hey, I'm actually going to quit and go to chiropractic school. Uh, they're like, my mom started crying, hung up the phone. My dad called me back and he's like, how could you do that to your mother?
2: <laughs> he did it on Mother's Day because <laughs> <and> was <laughs> like, to your mother.
3: mother. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Also, when I when I went to chiropractic school, it was like, okay, so then we spent a year. I decided I was going to go to chiropractic school. We got married that November, and we spent till that next June. I was accepted at Life, and we needed to pay off debt because I thought I was so rich as an engineer, and I just bought tons of stuff <laughs> and then realized, oh, after taxes, I actually don't have very much money. I spent way more than and I made. Taxes make. will always get you. <laughs> So, you made a lot of money. This
0: is how much you have. And you're like, no way, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, don't well, I don't have $40,000 in the bank right now. What you exactly. I,
3: I like, profited this, that. This, this paycheck must be wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, I was bartending at night. I was an engineer by day. And then I was taking uh, night classes for biology and, and like all the stuff so I could get into life. Um, we did that till June and then we moved there. So, I worked as an engineer part time in chiropractic school doing engineering stuff on the other side of Atlanta
0: oh my gosh so were you doing full-time
3: school though oh yeah 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 I was doing accelerated school actually so I could peak out of state for the last two quarters so I would just cram all my my classes into blocks so that you know I, I would have a day where I go seven to seven and then the next day I wouldn't have to be there till two so then I go work from seven to noon and drive back to school or something so I, I just blocked it all so I had all my classes straight all together so that i could go work as much as i could
0: so were you an a fo- like were you the kind of student that was focused on getting an a or it was like c's get degrees c's for
2: like
3: uh, i actually did pretty good i think i got like a 3.6 yeah. or, or something graduated
2: like summa cum laude or
0: whatever. i'm just wondering when you study like i'm <laughs> yeah, like okay so that's smart. when i would Very be studying
2: Smart, I swear he has like a
3: photogenic memory. I swear. No, I don't. I, You're
2: very smart. School I, I just, is not um, hard for him.
3: But it was so different than engineering school. Like engineering yeah. school was way harder because you never knew what you were going to get tested on. Like chiropractic school, they're like, we're going to test you on the nerves. It's like, okay, well, I mean, I know, ex- I just have to memorize it all, you know. But engineering, it's like, here's a problem that you've never seen before in your life, and you have to use your knowledge to solve it. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, you know, you never get the right answer. It's just who gets the most partial credit for like thinking about it the right way, you
0: know? We're Do you still different. remember much of that stuff from school though?
3: Yeah, actually, I I uh, I use it all the time. I don't know, like from doing the container home stuff like-
2: Oh, you mean engineering or chiropractic? Chiropractic.
3: Yeah, well, Oh, Oh, uh, no, I don't okay. know.
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, cause I was like, okay, like that student that was like, yep, memorized, I had my cards, and this, and then I feel like as soon as boards were over,
3: I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: down. <laughs> yeah. That's that one. Okay. Are both of yes. you
2: parapractors?
1: No, I'm not. I uh, my background is in finance and marketing, so okay. I worked How as a corporate. Uh, we met, uh, through a mutual friend. I was going to say,
0: which story are you going to tell? (laughs) Tell the nice one.
1: Uh, the, the nice one is a girl I went to high school with ended up, uh, being her roommate in college. And then when she was coming from her undergrad up to chiropractic school, it was in uh, Minneapolis and that's where I was going to school. So she said, uh, you two should meet.
0: Well, I was getting out. I was like a month before chiropractic school. My boyfriend of like three and a half years broke up with me. And like cheated on me. And so the real thing is she was like, there's this really cute, smart guy that would be a good, uh, what's it called? A fling? Yeah. A rebound, a rebound. <laughs> Apparently I am terrible at rebounds. That's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah. So no, it was one of those things where, um, you know, I actually thought, because you're in chiropractic school and the chiropractors are like pairing up. And I was like, I'm such like a am I doing this right type of thing? And I'm like, well, if I really am into chiropractic, should I be or should I be falling in love with a chiropractor? And thank That's God for so long. That. And like honestly, like business wise, now I joke that like
1: Yeah, because they do strategic move. Yeah, they don't teach you yeah. shit about business in chiropractic yeah. school. So no. when we started, I was like, Well, I understand the business side at least. So That's
0: awesome. no, it was great because like right as we were mm-hmm. or right as I was graduating you know, we, there was a small clinic, very small clinic that was for sale near his hometown. And so we went and, you know, like our business, we had I'd had like five minutes of business class and they're like yeah. talking about a and And I'm like, I know what that stands for. Yeah. Um, and so when we went to like analyze this clinic to see like if the price oh. she was asking was worth it, I was like, so do you have like a P and L? And she goes like, no, because uh, they had only been open three years we've changed names twice and you don't need to file taxes. Oh, because I asked for a tax return. She's like, no, you don't need to file taxes if you changed your name. So I don't have a tax return for the last two years. And that's where I was like, do you have like a QuickBooks anything? And so she like grabbed a piece of random scratch paper and started like writing down like, this is my rent and this is how much. And Kirby's just like, alarm, alarm. And I'm like, all decisions from my gut. And I'm just, we walk out and I'm like, that's it. That's the one we're gonna buy it. And he's like, I don't think this is a good
2: idea.
1: Well, once we, once we saw the structure of the deal, she wanted, what she wanted for the, the, the actual business was actually pretty much the value of the equipment. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. But we had to write the contract very specifically that we were buying the patient list and the yeah. equipment and we are not responsible for any debts incurred by the yeah. former business name, which yeah. worked out because we ended up like someone tried to hound us for like a $1,500 debt that she skipped town on. We were like, nope, that's not our business. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So you actually bought it? We, we did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when did you get married? Were you, were you married to so, your school?
0: No. So let's see. I was grad. I graduated from Northwestern in 2010. Did you ever, you're being in Michigan. Like, did you hear about the Wisconsin stuff that they pulled with like them making their own part four boards?
3: No. So you
0: so, went to Northwestern? What? Is
2: Northwestern?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like... I made a very educated choice.
2: Well, my brother-in-law is named Kirby and he also graduated from Northwestern. So there you go. Know. Oh, my God, oh, cool.
0: Probably both, I'm assuming named after Kirby Puckett. <laughs> is that what he's named after or is it, he older? I don't
2: know. I
3: don't his know. last name is Perot, <laughs> Dr. Kirby Perot. So I look him up. He's Canadian.
0: Yeah, Kirby was supposed to be Ben.
1: Yep, I was either going to be Ben or Josh. And then after a very long labor, my dad <laughs> pulled a fast one and said he's a big Kirby Puckett fan, baseball player. And he uh, said, "Can I name him Kirby?" And my mom said, "I guess so. I don't care."
3: That's <laughs>
0: hilarious.
2: I love the name.
0: It's great. So no, so um, at North, so Wisconsin was going to be starting in 2011 their own part four board so even if you passed all of your boards in order to get a wisconsin license you had to go do and sit with like this like 50 60 some year old dude who practices in wisconsin and they're gonna like tell you what tests to do and um basically
1: just protectionism for existing chiropractors Yeah. yeah
0: so everybody knew it was gonna be a nightmare to get your Wisconsin license. So Northwestern basically was like, as long as you have all of your adjustments in, we are going to, because there was like one final jurisprudence test in December that you weren't wow. going to have to do this, like sit down for this insane, stupid test. But because of like, you had to like apply X number of days, basically they graduated, They said like, all right, who is thinking about practicing in Wisconsin? And we're like, me and they're like okay yeah. well you're gonna graduate three weeks early so you can sit for this, wow. this test and so like if you didn't pass like if i didn't pass this jurisprudence test in december <laughs> it was gonna delay like so talk about just like high stress where you're like no kidding. we were buying this practice yep. it, was, it was so where are you
3: now you live in wisconsin
0: still like north like, like rice
3: lake and cumberland Really? So I grew up in Arborvita.
2: Where the hell is that? By Minocqua.
3: You know where Minocqua is?
1: Yeah, so okay, like yeah. kind of central, north, easty.
3: Yes, I. that's where I grew up. Oh, that's awesome. Small town. Yeah. How small town, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. How far is that from you guys?
1: Probably an hour? hour, no, like an hour 45. I'm Wisconsin. I'm like, oh, I see, Wisconsin needs
0: to do the same Michigan hand thing, except like. <laughs> this... Just
1: flip the hand.
0: So, so I'm okay, way so... to the top so when you graduated then did you guys start your practice right away
2: yep we he graduated in march we had two babies they were one and three and we opened up august 1st
0: and shannon how involved were you in the practice
2: very so i was then, when i went she did my, everything when i just first, adjusted <laughs> we first got married this is funny when we first got married i told him um just so you know i'll never be a stay-at-home wife and i really want to adopt and you know and i really was like adamant that i was going to do my i I, my background is in speech and language pathology so i i would we as we were dating we'd be like you can be the chiropractor i will have my own speech and um speech and therapy speech therapy clinic next to you and i can refer people to you because you know that's going to help and blah blah blah. that was our plan but then as we got immersed in this and we realized that they don't really teach you much in chiropractic school and how could one person build a company and a business Mm -hmm. i just felt like with kids and everything like that like we would just be Going off in different directions. Yeah. And God kind of gave me this vision of like, you're all, everything is going to kind of fall through the cracks. So if you could unite and really push forward and do it together. So I started right early on in chiropractic school. To go to, I would go, I love chiropractic. Like I said, I have my own chiropractic testimony. Five of my siblings are chiropractors, um, oh home birthing hippies that just love natural health and wellness. So I would go to all these conferences and learn and um, learn everything I could and do all this training through different chiropractic organizations. Um but Shannon,
0: how come I you didn't become a chiropractor? Getting,
2: oh so that's oh yeah that's what they I remember at campus so when I go to these things everybody'd say, well you know you're gonna end up divorced because the chiropractic divorcer is like eighty percent at Jesus like, and this was like that's normal good. like normal conversation. I was like really? I was like I just it wasn't my calling really I, I love chiropractic. I love like the whole thing about it. Um but I just, I never felt that deep calling. Like I had to become a chiropractor. Um, so I just never, I never did. So my, um, so yeah, we just, we started in together. I did, I was basically his CA, his HR <laughs> with everything. And we opened up this tiny little um, chiropractic office and um, it was 1300 square feet. And it had three adjusting rooms yep. and one and a half exam rooms. And it was him and I. And then we eventually, when we reached like 500 or so a week we hired another
0: team member you were doing 500 a week by yourself
2: eric
3: i got to a thousand thousand and like yeah. 30. in
2: a 1300 square foot clinic with two team members and three children
3: Holy
0: oh man but oh, we Those loved it profitable like
2: profitable literally... days <laughs> right yes
3: we were oh open five God. hour yeah. i five hour adjusting shifts and so i'd open the door 15 minutes before to try to get as many people in and then I never left the adjusting room for till it was two to seven. So I'd get in the adjusting room at 140, 145, and I wouldn't leave till 7:30. And then I go directly into, you know, the whole waiting room would be our group report of findings for that night. So at 7:30, the group report of findings would start. And I'd go right through that till like nine, because at the time it was like an hour and a half long. So from 145 to 9, I couldn't go to the bathroom or anything because we had one little bathroom that like came out into the waiting room. And there were so many people there that I I would be behind the whole ship. If I went into the bathroom.
0: (laughs) Why didn't you hire earlier? Because we, it wasn't, we were, we just didn't have the
2: right. Uh, we were so busy in our practice that we just didn't have time to work on our business, really. And so we, we just, I, I love motherhood. I fell in love with motherhood early on, and he never said no.
0: You have so a one had, and three-year-old at this point, too, right? Yeah, and
2: I'm pregnant. I'm, yeah. I'm seven oh, months.
3: You're four by that point.
2: No, we had our third baby seven months into practice opening yeah. our business, our third. Um, And so I'm painting and stuff, very pregnant. Like, not, like I just remember these days. <laughs> but... Um, we lived one mile from our clinic, so it worked out perfect because, you know, the split shifts. So I could just go home, nap and nurse the baby, and, you know, and then come back. Um, so it was, it was just, those are, like, treasured memories because we actually, our kids were raised in our clinic. I remember, like, calling billing insurance, and they are like, they make a noise. They'd be like, ah, and they'd be like, I'm sorry. And you have to, like, start the whole process <laughs> over. It's like, ah, like, here, here's a basket of, like, I remember one time I had in my daughter, these uh, like a bat, like she kept wanting these like little basket of like push pins and I'm like, here, have the push pins. (laughs) Like, this is not (laughs) safe. Yeah. So, yeah. So we got smarter and we, we back then we did five to seven group doctors for a week for like years and we loved it. So we, yeah, I just say, we got smarter.
3: It was just oh so much fun. I mean, we, we, uh, every week was a record week, you know, literally for, Three years, three and a half years, and um, just had awesome tests. Well, we didn't really have the space; like there was no. This was plain film X-ray too. So we were processing. We had a little dark room in the back oh my God. processing X-rays. I'd have to mark them with a gonset ruler with a uh, you know, and then take pictures of them with this old digital camera and go plug it in the computer and like upload all the X-rays to get them into the EHR every night. <laughs> it was so manual.
0: I am exhausted hearing the story. Hi, friends. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to make sure you all know about the cool stuff we have happening over on Patreon. This is a platform where I can offer you extra content, behind-the-scenes interviews, quick trainings, and exclusive trainings answering your exact question live, back-to-back, with me. It's a way for me to more directly interact with you and post some fun things that would never be in the normal weekly episodes. To check out what we're doing and to sign up, click the link in the show notes. Hey, She Slayers. I just wanted to take a moment to ask you, have you heard of PX? I don't know. Have I mentioned them before? So they're practically everywhere these days and... I am so excited to have them as a sponsor on our show because they are on a mission that I can seriously get behind. So Dr. Tony and his team have designed a pediatric, prenatal, and family chiropractic training program that has online and live event training opportunities to learn step-by-step the science, clinical protocols, and business systems behind building a thriving pediatric and family chiropractic practice. Now, here's what's extra cool it doesn't matter if you're a student startup or practicing chiropractor i mean i am a member and i've been in practice for over 12 years now each and every bit of their training is applicable to you and where you're at i've been a part of px for a while now and i can say that there's no one better in the space to lead you and to lead this profession than dr tony and his team If you want to take your practice to the next level in serving more kiddos and families in your community, then you must check out PX. I will drop a link in the show notes so you can head over to thepediatricexperience.com and let them know She Slays the Podcast sent you there for a special little bonus. I'd like to take a moment to thank one of our primary sponsors of the podcast, Insight CLA. The insight tech moves the message off the spine and into the nervous system where the magic of the adjustments can be measured and tracked. Everyone from newborns to seniors are being scanned in my practice and in thousands of other practices like ours so they can be examined and inspired to choose chiropractic care. It's like an instant referral machine because the scans are so visible and informative. Like what patient wouldn't want to know how their nervous system is performing? The staff at CLA are ready to take care of you and answer any questions you may have. They also have an incredible online academy that can help train everyone in the office and help them to feel confident on how to get perfect scans and how to interpret the results. We have been using the Insight technology in our clinics for over seven years now, and it is a complete game changer for conversion, retention, and patient education. Click the link below in the show notes as She Slay's listeners get preferred pricing and hundreds of dollars off their purchase. Hey, She Slayers! When I first started practice, I thought I needed to dress a certain way for patients to trust me, and I spent hours trying to design communication and marketing materials that worked. After 12 years of practice, here's a couple things I've learned. One, I don't have to wear dress pants and button ups for a patient to take me seriously. And two, Why recreate the wheel when a design professional has already done all the work for me? Well-Aligned offers solutions in both of these categories. They have the coolest and most comfy chiropractic shirts that will showcase your personality, as well as beautifully designed communication and marketing tools to help drive new patients, get more referrals, and gain better retention in your practice. From the best chiropractic apparel to modern patient education materials, Well-Aligned has you covered. All She Slayers get 10% off plus free shipping on orders of $75 or more with promo code She Slays. Visit www.wellaligned.com to save. So, like, obviously, very successful right out of the gate. W- looking back, why do you think you had that success? Because, like, it feels like it was like, you it feels like you didn't have to mark when i say like work for it like you're yeah. working your ass off but like
2: not oh. in the same
0: yeah, way if you're
1: adjusting that much i can't imagine you have time to be out pounding the pavement and
2: from the beginning so we did every event in our community for from we moved there in march we moved he graduated in march and we moved to west michigan so april may june july we were at every single community event leading up to that like every trunk or treat and uh, harvest or community festival and, you know, networking like crazy, he was going door to door in a suit like with door hangers. Um, and we just set up screening booths at every single event we could sometimes we would divide and conquer, I would be at one in the morning, and then he would be at one. And then he would go set up a third one for me. So because I was leaving with the babies to go to that next one. So we hustled and we loved it. Mm-hmm. And because we knew we had at that point, it was like, what are we going to do? Failing was not an option. We have mm-hmm. two children, one on the way. And we we're $250,000 in debt. And we just took out a $25,000 business loan. We started super humble. Our office was $5 a square foot. And we did the entire build out ourselves. So I think it just helped knowing that we we didn't have this huge overhead to like, we had to meet. So, you know, it was, it was just, it made it a lot freer because we could just really serve the people. And we always said, let's serve the people, the money will come. Serve the people, the money will come. And so I think that was also a key thing, um, just knowing that we didn't have yeah. to deal with. Like top
0: of so, the line, everything. So right I kind of want to combine what you're saying now with that 80% fucking divorce rate stat that was so rude, but like <laughs> probably true. Um. So I feel like, and there's a question in here somewhere, so you'll have to really pay attention um, because I'm a wonderful <laughs> host <laughs> that brambles. Okay. So that was the like I feel like we came from a time of like you hustle, like you get out of practice, you have no choice but to hustle. Mm -hmm. You know, like I wasn't seeing a thousand a week, but like I didn't get my first associate until after I was done having babies. Mm -hmm. So like my final day, like so today is actually our oldest birthday, she's 11. And so like, obviously you go through all the like, so like 11 years ago, yesterday was like my final shit. Like the day before I went into labor (sighs) and i adjusted like 70 people that day yeah. like 40 <laughs> weeks pregnant I know, I and know. like this wasn't tonal this was not tonal yeah. this was like and um and so i hear the hustle stories and you know i had um, a really good friend in chiropractic school whose dad was a chiropractor and she talked about like her memories of her dad not putting her to sleep. Or when he would come home, he would just sit on the couch because he was physically exhausted. And she, you know, like, this was like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that for my family or this or that. And so I feel like we've seen this pendulum swing from like, you have to hustle, but then like that hustle can be good, but not bad. And also bad for the family to then like this, no hustling is bad. And I'm like, Well, wait a minute. How do you start a practice without the hustle? Because if I didn't have that hustle, it wouldn't have done that. So, like, where do you balance this? Like, do you agree Mm -hmm. that there's this anti-hustle culture we're seeing now? But like, I see the need for it to like help families.
3: But then, like, okay, let me go first. Yeah, you go first. Uh, The difference, I think, is if we're hustling apart or hustling together. Mm -hmm. I think what made it doable is we were hustling together. Mm -hmm. and we were doing it together so it wasn't like I never saw her because I was with her all day every day Mm -hmm. and we were all celebrating together you know the highs together lows were together things that got screwed up were together our kids were around I think it would have been totally different if you would have been at home and I would have been doing all that myself Mm -hmm. separate from you That would have felt like i'm giving that i'm giving up our family in order to achieve this that would have been a lot and
2: i think it can be done i think this is where you have to have clear agreements because if you say i didn't want to be involved and i have many i have helped you know many of my female friends are on that pendulum they're just like i just don't want to be involved i don't it doesn't work for our marriage we don't work well together whatever the reason is i just think there has to be clear agreements like okay just so you know there has to be some sacrifice like you don't get you know what i mean like i don't think it's like you have to give the work in to get what you want whether Mm. at least for a season right like you hustled for a a period Mm -hmm. of time knowing that this sacrifice was going to give you now you can be here on a podcast laughing with us on your daughter's 11th birthday and you're not having but you but on on the flip side of that we've also gotten flack well i just and then you hear chiropractors are like well just i just really love to adjust and i just you know like they're almost like offended or insulted that you don't want to be in your clinic and i'm like I always tell him, I'm like, you are the most attractive when you're adjusting. It is in your purpose. Like there is nothing more attractive than watching him go in. And just because he can, he just, hey, he just hops in for an hour and he's laughing and he's got this energy and people are like, and I'm like, it is so attractive watching you do what you love because I know that you're there because you want to be there. Um, you know what I mean? So I think it's a pendulum thing. You have to, it's like a choice and it's not like one way or the other. And in chiropractic, it's always like, I feel like we kind of point fingers at each other a little bit, like, and it <laughs> I just
0: I don't like that. No. Well, so when did you guys realize that you were it was kind of time to start exiting the hustle stage and step more into the like CEO and
1: people stage?
3: Oh, man. Well, I think we just have a heart to serve people so much that that is the driving factor in everything like we've never even set financial goals and like we've never had anything financial with our team and it's okay if you do if you can do it the right way we just always felt like it would somehow we just never wanted it to become about the money or financial versus like our mission and our heart to serve people and and so we got to i think once once we hit over a thousand and we were in 1300 square feet it was kind of like okay we can't get any farther we like we can't serve it. any like this is our physical capacity yeah so now what do we do like we arrived at this location at this moment and there was nobody there wasn't like a party you know you hit a thousand and we're like yay now what do we do <laughs> like we did it i thought it would be way more exciting you know like there's nobody cheering for you it's like we're still going home tonight and it's like mm-hmm. the same thing and we
2: did we did take our first um family vacation to mexico yeah so this is like the funny. difference too like when
3: you talk about hustle we hit 500 a week and we celebrated by buying ourselves a vitamix at costco <laughs> and then we hit a thousand and i got rid of my galaxy s3 and i got an iphone for the first time
2: so we were plowing <laughs> paying off our debt like not we just were like we, ha- like, we just had the burden of, like, I don't want to be living in debt, so we paid off yeah. the school loans and our business loan as fast as possible, and then we felt like we could pick our head up and be like, okay, let's really... Yeah, we were renting a home. Yeah, and so we were building, then we started building a home. You can't build a home and be in your practice, and you still want to be in your community, so we're just like, we need more people, we need help, and... So he got an associate and then, you know, I just we started building. And then obviously. And he, he quit
3: the first day. So he quit like in the no. first two. Cause I, I left for a Saturday, a Friday morning shift. And he probably saw it was like a seven and noon shift. And it was like, I don't know, 160, 180 people. And that Monday, he's like, hey, can we talk? And I was like, oh, geez, here we go. You
0: know, that one, like, hey, do you have a minute to talk? I'm like, no, you can't
1: quit. No, 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 I don't want to talk to you. Well, that was like, that's what I was going to ask is like, how do you, so, you know, how do you train someone, or are you getting experienced chiropractors to come to be associates? Because I would imagine coming from being a student to seeing 160 people at a shift is just like, yeah, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, nope, I'm done.
3: No. <laughs> well, um, mix we have yeah it's so different now i mean i mean now we have there's seven of us and we just have a training curriculum and a rhythm and like you know each doc is seeing a few hundred it's not like Mm -hmm. somebody's seeing a thousand anymore by themselves but there was a time when our first so like once i got dr andy and dr mark they were seeing five six hundred um and dr john they were seeing five six hundred by themselves but it's so like if you're in our office it doesn't feel it feels like Oh, this is like totally chill. Like there's times when there's like nobody in here and you guys are seeing mm-hmm. 1500 people a week. It doesn't feel chaotic. It's just, I think that's what we got really good at is just efficiency. Like, okay, how do we make this better? There's every week was like, okay, there's gotta be a better way to do this. And you know, how do we not process plain film extras anymore? There's gotta be a better solution out there, you know? And so we just keep implementing better solutions and. Yeah,
2: create. and then he told me um, we were on her fifth kid, I was about to give birth. August, I was due August twenty seventh. She was born on her actual due date, which is rare. And he tells me August first that he's going to launch another business.
0: But so is that kid, when? He Sked? Lost
2: eight team members for good, like eight team members at once. Like three left on maternity leave the same time as me. And I'm looking at him like, no, not like save that idea for another day. Not right now. Like Sked is. Uh, he wanted to launch this. He's like, we have to create a scheduling solution. We cannot physically call. The phone's ringing. The voicemails are at lunch. I'm like, not right now, <laughs> and he still plows ahead. anyway. I'm like, okay, well, it's not going
3: to be a business. It's not going to be yeah. like a whole business. I'm just going to like, I got a guy. He's going to make this thing work for us. Even if it just works for us, it's going to be awesome. Uh, and so in my mind, I would like kind of convinced myself that it wasn't really going to be a business. It was right. back then you could still kind of, it was a
0: business solution. It was a solution yeah. for your business.
3: Yeah. Like you yeah. could go into Staples and like buy software off the shelf and you own it and like go install it on your computer, you know, like that was still a thing. So I was like, well, I'm just going to create the same thing where you could just buy SCAD and just install it on your computer and let it run. And it will do what it needs to do.
2: 20 days before our fifth child was born.
1: (laughs) So who did you you have like a contact, like a software engineer or something that you knew, or did you go like, I have this idea, I'm going to go find engineers.
3: Uh, so, I had an idea just out of man, how cool would it be if we had an app that, you know, and I would just say this to like families that are coming in to get adjusted. I'm like, how could it be if you had an app? Every time they're like, is Johnny supposed to come next week or is he only on once a week? And did, did, did Will get adjusted last week? And I'm like, oh my gosh, if you ask me one more time, I'm like, I don't know. Let me. There's let me look people I'm like, you don't know. I don't know. Like, what did I even tell you they're supposed to be here? Like, somebody's got to remember this. So, I'm like, how good it would be if you had an app and you could just see all that. And then if you wanted to come at four instead of three, you just move your appointment. It just works. And everybody's like, that'd be awesome. What so,
0: year is this then? That this is, is 2015. No, it was, yeah, it was a- This is
2: 2015.
3: 14. And, and so one of the guys that I told that to was like, well, my brother's a developer, he could probably help you. I was like, cool, let's call him up. And so I met with him and he came in the office and I told him what I wanted to do and he spent like four hours on our computers like hacking into everything and he's like i think we can do it and i was like cool let's do it
2: sounds easy <laughs> oh my god
0: so there was comp wasn't there competition doing or like
2: trying no. to do something like that no. Was no one that in the in the character
3: world that we heard of Oh, yeah, they, they, they Solution did. Solution Reach was it. Yeah. Reach, maybe zinging at the time. They, they right. did two way. But messages. they
0: were really focused on just texting.
3: Correct. Right? So if you wanted to change your appointment, they'd text you back. So I'm like, well, that just takes my team you out. You still
0: from needed man for the phone
3: to, to like that. managing this two way texting platform. It doesn't free them up at all.
0: No. Yeah. And so that makes sense that it was like there's a need for like people to get in and move their own stuff. So yes. you don't because, yeah, like, OK, well, thank you for a, an ability to text my patient. But like that still requires a CA. And yes, we're people- Even you,
2: two big kids. Right. It's like if you think of yourself, like I'm always I'm like, I'm your ideal client. I have many kids mm-hmm. under care. One's that soccer that got canceled, that got moved. I'm like, I need to be able to move my kids appointments around easily without having to call every single time it's annoying. It's annoying to me to have to
3: call. To- it freaking snowed today. It was 95 degrees on Saturday. And it oh snowed and I can't so,
0: <laughs> so when did you start like being like, Hey, Kairos, I have this thing like that you can buy if you want. Was that uh, like September 1st?
3: Oh gosh. So <laughs> this is so funny because people come to me all the time. And they're like, Hey, I have, an, I have an idea to start an app. I'm like, great if you had let me just give you a little bit about what it takes to do it i mean it's
0: like when people come to me and say like i want to start a podcast and i'm like all right listen i'm going to come across really negative here Um, i love the podcast i love it i don't regret it
1: but it is so
3: hard and if i would have known like what it took to do it like what i was actually doing i I probably wouldn't have started it if i would have known at the time like it just is so i mean yeah, it's just a whole nother thing. So I, I realized I, that I was actually creating a company like 20... nine months into development, like in 2016.
2: Okay. So officially it, launch, it launched in 2016, just to our sphere of influence and was like, Hey, this is working really well in our office. Do you want to, do you want to try it too? Kind of thing. And then it went full on full-fledged
3: in 2017s when it was like official, we mm-hmm. have products that you could purchase.
1: So where was your balance? So like, as you're doing that, like you seem like a guy who kind of goes like all in when you were like getting ready for the launch, were you like, okay, I need to pull back from the clinic because I now am like 30 hours a week on promotion, sales, building a sales team.
2: You were scaling back but then. I think we had two, two, two associates, maybe three. And then he, yeah. was yes. a lot of meetings. I mean,
3: God just orchestrated the right people in the right mm-hmm. place at the right time to help us. Like one of our CAs, you know, her husband was moving from the office. So she was moving to Ohio, and we're like, well, do you want to work for SCED? You know, she's still one of our most amazing team she's members at SCED. Um, yeah, but I think the right people just came in to help me in the right areas that I needed to. Because I didn't, the scariest part is you're developing something and these guys are building it. And i have no idea what they're doing like Mm -hmm. i can't fix it if it breaks i i don't even know like where it is it's like stored up there or something like (laughs) it's stored in a computer somewhere i'm like i just paid you how much money and i don't like i can't pick it up and be like oh i bought this thing you know it's like i hope it works and these guys don't like go awol on me or something you know and some did it was like when you it was crazy things happen in a series of events so i think i just took it like one step at a time and it was a solution that was so needed that if somebody, if I just told them what it was, they're like, I did not even know that existed. I, I I needed my practice still like last year, every chiropractor that we talked to that didn't use get 80% of them started using Sked Because they're yeah. like, how come I didn't even know this existed before? you?" And still, I'm just learning. I'm like, I don't have a sales and marketing degree. So it's like, I, I probably could be doing way more to reach more people. But it's just kind of growing organically as we can talk about it
0: so correct me if i'm wrong here so okay so i was chiropractor am a chiropractor i was doing chiropractic solely, but like i felt like there was something i don't want to say missing but absolutely like there was more that i was being pulled to do and um and that's kind of how the podcast started for you it feels like you didn't choose like you were finding a solution for your practice and your heart was still very much in like your patients and yeah. your practice not like helping the greater good well, so like how did that um how did that kind of transpire where you were like well did did you miss being in practice because now you're like helping the profession you're like I didn't really choose to do this to help the profession I did this to help my patients
2: it
3: kind of evolved into both
2: well he was also coaching and mentoring lots of students and chiropractors he'd fly and speak at conferences and he would um you know through different um so i think he was helping people and you know inspiring people in that way and but yeah i think sked helped him scale our clinic tenfold because with sked you couldn't he didn't know how to code right so you talk about that like just how So, and he wouldn't know sales and marketing. Like, you have at least financial and marketing. That's an area that neither of us were really great in. So, we had to hire on people that were experts in those things. And then we're like, wow, that was so much better. Like, they are actually made to do that, designed to do that, and they have the experience. So, let's do that in our clinic, too. And we're still doing that. The things that we're learning through SCED, like a sales and marketing team, all these different things that you're learning through that company just by sheer force. Because, and then it's like, wow, let's transfer that into our chiropractic clinic. And then we also use those same principles in our home and you know similar things that we bring back and teach our children and it's i don't know it's that's the beauty of i think being in this life that we get to live right i think you're walking in your sole purpose i think you have you had that calling and you were just like i meant and you are look at you like you're just an inspiration and i think you can get people to move and take action because that was inside of you and you just answered that call and i think it's a beautiful thing when you actually take that that little nudge of that whisper on your heart, and you actually do it and bring it into a call to action because it's not easy, and everybody mm-hmm. wants to do it, but it's very hard. And you can you can still find so much joy. I think just watching who you are, I think a lot of people would want to duplicate that, but I think it's I think it's just knit in you, and you ex, you express that so well. So.
0: Oh. Oh, I'm getting awkward. Lord gets
1: very uncomfortable when people <laughs> compliment her. Uh, it's funny because it's like my
0: life's purpose yeah. to get validation. And then when it's in front of me, I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 oh, you're saying nice things. Um, okay, so the wheels gotta fall off that. Like you guys, six kids, six kids, two crazy businesses, successful. What? What have you guys had to learn the hard way in your marriage to put it first? Because you've been married seventeen years, yeah. you didn't. You're in the twenty percent. God, that stats gotta be so. <laughs> <important>. <laughs> I
1: a I <laughs> I,
0: I'm really mad about it.
2: Well, I, I think it, part of self. the
0: reason we started the honestly the reason that stat triggers me so much is it's kind of the purpose of why we started the course we just ran, the Multi Passionate Because like, I look at that stat and I go like, yeah, previous versions of chiropractic we were shown was like, you work six days a week. He does that. She raises the kids and then she gets resentful because he's not raising the kids and doesn't have time for her and not putting the marriage. And we have all these women in the profession who are like, shit, I'm the one who's having the kids. And we do see, I don't see the divorce rate anymore, but I see women leaving chiropractic. because they're like i'm not going to and so that's why it triggers me don't embarrass
2: me i love it i love i love that you're a voice i think especially for women because for me i had the gift of i didn't have to be the doctor and i think so i was able to separate i could be um, hr i could be ca i could be front desk i could i love training up a team and changing somebody that was like not very confident and all of a sudden she sold up for chiropractic becomes a leader in our team and she could educate And teach on chiropractic better than most chiropractors. I mean, that would just fuel me. So, I mean, I would love that, but I did not have the burden of wearing also chiropractor. Like I did not have to also be doctor. And I think that is, I think it's such a needed voice in chiropractic. And it's such a gift that you're giving to show women that you can do it. And you you don't have to become resentful to motherhood. You know, some people are like, it's either motherhood or my career or it's my marriage or my career. And it's no, it's not. If it's in our, if it's in your soul purpose and it's in your journey, it's, it's such a beautiful ride when you can combine all these beautiful things. Like the, we are made to be mothers and it's a gift to be able to walk in that high calling and we're made to be united and in an alignment with our husband. And I think. You both being in that voice in chiropractic is that's exactly what we did. That's why we started it a lot years ago. Now we don't do that anymore, but for eight years, we did that together. And it was our, it was the whisper on our heart. Cause we're like, in chiropractic school, it was so annoying to hear. It was so discouraging. And we wanted to also be that kind of like that little, beacon okay, of like so, we can do it together.
3: So
0: spill the tea. Here's
3: but the I mean, real time. Right. So, someday, maybe after our 20th year, we'll get our first fight. <laughs> 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 um well i grew up in a family that was like if you pissed us off like you just go live your life we'll go live our life and we'll talk to you never again Mm -hmm. family members or like you know close friends even you know in my family and extended family and then i met shannon and she has five sisters and three brothers and she's like in a like like fight with her sister in the morning time and they're like Super disagreement, like something somebody did something that was like really made somebody mad. And I was like, oh geez, oh, you know. I and, then by, and then I got home by the end of the day, and they're like having coffee together on the table. And I'm like,
1: I thought we were not talking. They yeah, are like
3: really mad this morning. Like, I I, I, I was just like okay already, you know. And I just learned like forgiveness and uh, that whole thing from my wife, and like she showed that through her relationships with her family and it just kind of changes things. Like it's not really a lot of things isn't that big of a deal. So I just learned how to communicate really well. And I think Shannon continues, like if you, if you ever hung around us for a week, I bet you there's not a week that goes by that she doesn't say something about our marriage and like, this has got to be better. Like, we got to do this. Her, her love language is quality time. Unfortunately, I, I was hoping it was gonna be like gifts or something. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, in the last 17 years, the thing I probably had the least is quality time. What I thought, you know, and but you know, if you're intentional with your business and you're intentional with the kids, you should be intentional with your marriage too. And so she's done such a good job of just making always that making a priority. So if I'm like driven in this other way, she's like, hey, it's been, you know, we need a date night or we need this, like, this is not okay. Like we need to prioritize this and um, helping me remember to do that because she knows it's not, not that I don't want to, I'm just got a lot of different things going on and
0: yeah and I, I actually get, desire that. So I get frustrated with, so like, I'll say like, hey, we need we've fallen off the bandwagon for date nights again. Mm-hmm. But then I get resentful of like, I want you to prioritize yes. making the date night Amen. And, it's, and and, it's and
1: I'm like a little bit everyday person of like she'll just be like we we don't we aren't connecting you're not like doing enough like you should want to do this and I'm like but I cleaned the kitchen for you and I did that extra project for you and I like made sure your coffee was warm before you went to work like that was me doing like a, a three minute date night sweetness and she's like no dinner I
2: that dance <laughs> and I end dinner I know do you guys do your meeting, your like non uh non date night date day like coffee date weekly? Um,
0: God, we were we we got we, on that for like three two three yeah, weeks. Yeah, we,
1: we set the intention so to and we started to, but then we got very oh, busy. God.
2: Start a coffee date once a week. That's what we do. And we, believe me, we are like there'll be a, like a season where just because travel schedule or kids mm-hmm. activities, we are off that. We're off the rails a little bit. Like, hey, we haven't had that coffee date. We call yeah. it a coffee date. People call it a work date. But I think if you have that work date and we sit down needed knee on a Monday morning and we've been we're in a really good rhythm now. So I'm like, oh, my life is so good. You're so, <laughs> so attractive. And there's other days where I'm like, you know, like, because yeah. that allows us to hash out like this is what's going on. This is what's going on. And then you can say like, hey, this is open up space where like, I really need some let's do something spicy or fun or get out of the like, or I'm really needing like just those small acts. Ox- like I would love if you clean the kitchen. My gosh, that would be like, so good but he does like to so make sure i have a warm latte in the morning so you know what i mean like it allows those communication and then you can i don't know take turns on like sometimes i am the one who's like he's like it just helps me if you put it in the schedule and then say mm-hmm. hey i put it in the schedule i saw this in our time frame now you have to come up with the idea and the concept so then he'll say okay get dressed up and he'll like he'll get a fun rental car like have the chauffeur come pick us up and he'll ring the doorbell and the kids will have, go answer it and say so, and I'm like, oh, I'm so
1: sweet, you know. just but that I, I don't even nice. put it the schedule. Well, now I know
2: it's an option. <laughs> I, I, I the never even heard. Yeah. Oh, Kirby like yes. damn. <laughs> but you know, I I put it on the schedule and I said it's your turn to plan it, and I want you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So just communicating, and also comes down to that and vice versa.
0: I am hearing a need for a at home version of Scud.
1: <laughs> there we go yeah right
3: <laughs> marriage version
0: eric's like it's called google <laughs> like,
3: the reactivation her. the reactivation date message it's been 45 days since your oh last name <laughs> can you imagine
2: oh yeah we do oh have this with my five sisters and their husbands can you imagine if your husband got an alert like hey there is a boutique flower shop on your right way home grab the bouquet and you know what i mean or something like that would be so encouraging oh.
0: Yeah, because you could put in the frequency in which you like prefer your dates. You know, <laughs> he could put the frequency in which he prefers other stuff and just get reminders. But then he'll get a reminder she's menstruating. Like, it's many,
1: just different things. But then you would get be frustrated because I would reschedule our date. I'd be like, No, I'm gonna go golfing, and then I just slide the box and take a different time. <laughs> <laughs> both, like reschedule.
2: Yeah. So it's called Google Family Calendar. We have like yeah. calendar. I have my calendar, and then we have the family calendar, and it's alerts. It's like buzzing off, and like it's just it is crazy because they are all going in different directions. But it's important, and um, just having fun together, reminding, remembering, like outside of all of this, outside of the businesses and the babies, we got together for a reason, and making sure there's space every single week to draw that out.
1: So how how old is your youngest? Three. So okay. I, I so you guys, you guys, you guys have a long cars time cars. before empty nesters. Okay.
2: Oh yeah. Three to 15 there.
3: <laughs> I did a video this morning, a sked video, and he was in the background. I'm like, Ivan, you have to be really quiet. And halfway through the video, he starts like strumming his guitar. And I'm like, that's a three-year-old strumming the guitar behind me. let How old are
0: you? What is, what, uh, so our youngest is eight. So we are on, um, t- a, 10 years 10 years from now it's just us That's yeah true. and i start businesses now like i don't even know what we're gonna do i don't even know how many businesses we'll have like, <laughs> they I'm just they I'm just, just keep coming <laughs> yeah. so oh. what's next for you guys like per like you had the container home was that like a newish thing what
3: oh uh, no we did that in twenty. they all
0: fit in there why'd you even decide on a container
3: <laughs> they do they all fit in there <laughs> We can sleep eight people in that oh, wow. 660 square foot.
0: Are lookout. you Airbnb-ing it? Or is it just for you? No. Their... no, you guys are rich. You don't need that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we live, he's all, he grew up in Northern Wisconsin and his closest neighbor was seven miles away. So he is all country. Like give him a tractor, give him a dirt bike. So this was many years ago. He had our, four children if you live we live in a beautiful neighborhood we are the crazy ones that have six kids and everybody has perfect lawns and it's just really beautiful and <laughs> he had our four children riding dirt bikes figure eights around our landscaping trees and i'm like you got to take this party a little back We do you, you got
1: to you yeah. take
2: your yeah. like roll back <laughs> yeah. a little the yeah.
1: country yeah. out of put here put the country boy so, back in the country
2: <laughs> 22 acres like four miles down the street and so then they were always there and i would always be pregnant and i never had a bathroom so i was like if you could just build me like a little yeah, there's bathroom. no
3: power no like, water let's just, no utilities let's just
2: build me a bathroom because i can't mm-hmm. stay here and like pee in the trees all the time so he was like okay let's start with a bathroom and of course he can never do anything small and normal and average and now it's this beautiful <laughs> container home with a wood fire hot tub on the top and there's built-in bunk beds for each of the kiddos and it's, a, it's like our little haven during covid oh my goodness it was such a gift because we could just go there and people you know our friends and family could come and it was
1: yeah, just yeah you didn't know, have to worry about like getting yelled about, at for like, yeah, walking down the street them. without a mask so that well, was, michigan uh, was
0: hardcore weren't they
2: oh my goodness it was very hardcore yeah, yeah yeah you couldn't go anywhere
0: did you ever like get asked to close
3: we were going there huh yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: so this was it uh friday i think it was march 13th 2020 is when like okay we started <laughs> to hear stuff's gonna happen on monday And that's when we kind of had to make a decision. Are we, are we going along with it at all? Or are we not going along with it at all? Like either this way or that way. And that's when we kind of were like, okay, this is, this is for our team. You mean, I mean, like in higher health, like had a meeting, like, okay, this is where we stand on this issue. This is what we're going to do internally in the office. This is what we're not going to do. And so we never had to close and we had the police called on us and had to deal with that. And like, whole bunch of stuff, but we never closed. We lost, uh, Friday, 13, 2020, we had 147 units of people that never came back from that day, 147 units, which is like, you know, a couple or family or something, um,
2: but we grew, we had so many people that came because their light bulbs were going off of like, hang on, there's something different. There is a different way. So it was the only
3: place you could go and like see smiling faces. You know, people would be like, oh my gosh, just feels like normal.
2: what's next? Okay, what's next? I will tell you what's next. We have an almost 15 year old. He's a freshman. So we think like you guys, he has three summers left before he's essentially Mm -hmm. gone. Um, So he, we have have a 13 year old that's really into um, design and interior design. So we are really focused on preparing our children to walk in their sole purpose as well. So he's been having, um, he's restoring an old truck with our son because he turns 16 next year. And he's also um, just getting him thinking about the businesses that he wants to build. He has this really neat business idea. So he's trying to uh, just start that dialogue and that training. And that's our vision, whether that's Airbnbs that they can, our daughter can flip because she really loves that kind of stuff. And she's way too little now, but it's cool that we can dream with her and she can think about these things. And then our son, obviously he has his little business idea um, that they're kind of preparing for. So I hope that we'll be in a place where we can stay um, that we can have the freedom to help build, These little mini entrepreneurs, so that they are spurred and they can launch into um, young adulthood and not feel like they only have to go to college and they only have to do this Mm -hmm. and get a degree and go work for somebody else. That they could also walk in their soulful purpose and then build a clinic big enough so that if they're even not like me and never felt called to become a chiropractor, we would have a position in sales and marketing or finance on our clinic so that they can, you know, we can scale and grow and have this big. Um, we vision higher health to be a hundred year clinic where it's just like a legacy in our town and it could just be multi locations. And so as you do that, you need to have more than just chiropractors on your team. So, um, Mm. that's going to be a cool thing. So that's kind of what we're working on now.
1: Right. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for this fun little date night.
2: I know <laughs> we're like it's right down the lake here. So next time
0: we'll
1: just we'll call yeah, you guys. Come hang out, the out in great
0: yeah, We love Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We've traveled a couple times, you know, to the west side of Michigan, and it is—it's it's, magical. It's like you're in California. Like you're like, looking
2: out. It's yeah. bring really the kids good. and come on over for a business trip, and then you can
0: just. Mm-hmm. Be a- we'll
3: take the them wake. So, Have they ever wake surfed before? No. Oh no, i don't goodness.
0: think i'm that coordinated but kirby can definitely i could give it
1: a shot i've never done it but
3: i would try oh, you... especially if you can get on lake michigan you can just wake surf as far as you could go
1: oh, i suppose you just keep going yeah wakes oh, it around amazing. here you eventually got to turn amazing. around so
0: oh well thank you guys so much um i really appreciate it and uh well, yeah we got to figure out a time we'll see each yeah. other in person sometime
3: yes. yeah
2: thanks for having us
0: all and
3: congratulations right. to you guys in the podcast and all the hard work. I mean, yeah, uh, that you guys have put in consistently over and over and over and over. Uh, you know, it's it's cool to see, it and you're inspiring a lot of people. So, well, thank you. I'm in the work. <laughs>
0: all right, she slayers. Until next week. Bye. Hey, she slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, plus they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.